Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Lux mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Bite, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, hello, hello. I'm your Lana Turner, hostess with the mostest, Michael Munoz. And welcome to In Yo Mouth! In Yo Mouth. I'm the queen of food who's always in the mood. To lick it right, lick it good, show you how to... Oh, God, that's good. I want to know what you eat from the streets to the sheets. So open wide, honey. I'm coming. In Yo Mouth. goosebumps. Hey there, and welcome back, folks. Once again, I'm your hostess with the most is Munoz. And I mean, we're just trucking along right through January, aren't we, folks? Aren't we? I know y'all are expecting me to talk something related to the news, but you know what? I don't do it, and I'm not doing it. This podcast still continues to be your relief from the news cycle. You know what I just saw that I found really, really funny? Um, I hate the internet sometimes, but someone put out one of those memes that said, I, I've been through my free trial uh, in January. I would like my money back. Thank you. Um, I found it super, super, super hysterical. How y'all doing out there, folks? Um, it is a beautiful day here in my 120 square feet in Times Square. And I am just grateful, grateful for it to be 2021, grateful to be, you know, moving through the new year, new things coming at ya. I, I actually really have to tell y'all that I am so grateful for all of you out there who bought um, merch. I I got a really big, um, uh, what, what do you call it? A really big reaction. And so I can't wait to see you all in the merch buy some merch, you know, the munoz.com forward slash mouth merch. Send me all the photos in it because I have been tracking you all out there who have bought it. So I know you all have it in your hands and I really can't wait to see you in it. I am really, really grateful. But let's get to the getting on today because I am really, really excited. Munoz's 40th birthday month is still, it's just a thing. You know what? We're in quarantine. It's a thing. I'm celebrating my birthday all month. And a lot of you on my Instagram and Twitter and whatever may have seen that I got a package of booze in the mail, uh, a package of booze called Five Husbands Vodka. And, you know, uh, all of you out there, if you don't know, 
I'm single, so I'll take not one, but all five of those <laughs> husbands. And I have the proprietor of that um, liquor and of an entire liquor company. Steve Conlin is with me today. Say hi, Steve. How's it going? Thanks for having me on your show. Um, I am really happy to have you, actually. In your mouth, listeners, just so you know, the past 71 weeks now, because now instead of counting down to my birthday, it's just counting how many weeks I've been doing this uh, solo. The past 71 weeks, it's been full of LGBTQ personalities and maybe an ally here or there. But Steve is our first ally of 2021, and I couldn't be happier that you're here. So thank you for giving me of your time. And thank you for my birthday box of vodka and gin. <laughs> Hello. That's how that's how you have to start a, a birthday. Come on. Right? Yeah. I, mean, I, I'm super excited here, but I think we need to put you through a little bit of a gay gauntlet really quick, just to make sure you, you, pass, the, you pass the test. Are you ready, Steve? I am ready. Ariana or Taylor? Oh, Taylor. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. Uh, Water-based or silicone? Silicone. Okay. Uh, man buns, toot or boot? No opinion. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even sure what you're asking. Okay. <laughs> Liza or Judy? Uh, Liza. Uh, you know what? It's a trick question is, is what yeah. it is. Okay. Because <laughs> well, there's no right answer there. Right, right. Hmm. You know, I mean. <laughs> Were there right answers to the first two? <laughs> I mean. I mean. Uh, okay. Uh, right. it's, a, it's up for debate and interpretation. And we'll just leave it there. You passed with flying <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Love it. I love it. For those of you who don't know out there, Steve Codlin is the co-owner and CEO of Ogden's Own, the largest independent distillery in Utah. He was originally a mortgage broker by trade. Conlin took a leap of faith in 2009, despite a sizable culture that bans alcohol. Steve and his business partner, Tim Smith, decided to open a distillery, only the second in the state, and capitalize on Ogden's unique unique history. And I can't wait to hear all about this. But in the grand tradition of In Your Mouth, I need to start where we always start and wish you happy National Buttercrunch Day. All right. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I didn't you're even welcome. know. I mean... <laughs> Most of the most of the world doesn't even know that it's National <laughs> Butter Crunch Day, but that's why I'm here, Steve. Exactly, why, exactly. To educate to educate the children. Are you a Butter yeah. Crunch fan? Um, I'm. It's not my favorite, but I'm not opposed to it. I, you know, I didn't. I mean, anything that's got its own day can't be too bad, huh? I mean, well, I, that, <laughs> <laughs> you should see the, the list of some of these days, Steve. I, okay. think, I think you would uh, retract that statement. Right, right. Yeah, I got to be careful here. <laughs> Listen, Ronnie Sue, shout out to Ronnie Sue, not a sponsor, but I love her. Friend to the podcast has a, is a chocolate shop down on the Lower East Side here in Manhattan. And she makes, um, Rhonda Cave makes the best butter crunch I've ever had. So if awesome. you're going to celebrate National Butter Crunch Day, that's what that's the butter crunch I want to celebrate with. Sounds lovely. Are you are you a sweets guy? I am. Yeah, I'm a food guy. I mean, you're just a food guy in general. Yeah, I, I love sweets, though. I and, you know, I'm going to be very careful with what I say 
in this podcast. <laughs> no, you're you're gonna be fine. We accept all. <laughs> Steve is now. I'm like, just saying. I like popcorn too. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Steve is like, what did my what did my media team get me sign me up for no. just now? Uh, we are we are the it food podcast on the airwaves, Steve. So get into that. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm teasing. <laughs> No, but you're in luck because today is also National Cheese Lovers Day. Uh, I do love cheese. Yeah, right? There's nothing There's yeah. nothing better. And even though the lactose gives me a, a, uh, an issue, I pop my lactose digestives and I go to town. Yeah. I read somewhere that cheese is almost as addictive as cocaine. <gasps> really? Yeah. Really? Something about the... Uh... The enzymes in it, or something. I don't know. Okay. Well, I didn't we, want to. I didn't want to know any more because I didn't want to ever feel guilty about you know my cheese <laughs> addiction. <laughs> all that. Oh. All that to say, please do not snort your cheese. <laughs> True. <laughs> or mine. Or yours. Oh my God, that would probably be disgusting. <laughs> like a, a line of Parmesan all of a sudden. <laughs> We also do not promote drug use on In Your Mouth. So any, no matter what you celebrate today, happy National Butter Crunch and Cheese Lovers Day to all of you out there, including you, Steve. And moving right along to this day in gay history, did you know, Steve, that 1979 Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive, a gay anthem for the ages, you better believe it, begins its 17-week climb up the Billboard's Top 40. I'm old enough to remember that. I, I thought it was very apropos for the times yeah. you're living in. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would not, I would have actually put it a little er earlier based on what I remember about that song, but that's awesome. Yeah. Right. It, it's, yeah. It, it, it's some feel good, some feel good history uh, yeah. on this day, right. To take us out of the news cycle, but I'm really excited to have you here and learn all about you and this five husbands vodka. I actually need to meet all five husbands at some point <laughs> during this podcast. Just well, so I, you know. I am one of them on the bottle. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. All right. All right. I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. I mean, from being a mortgage broker to opening up a distillery in Utah. And I really want to ask the important question here, which is, are you watching The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? And what do you think? I am not. But I did get a phone call from one who was mad at me a couple weeks ago. God. <laughs> yeah. The, the, I want to hear about that. But no, really. Well, from, from mortgage broker to um, distillery, how does that happen? You know, it really, Tim Smith, as you mentioned earlier, he came to me, um, he was in the mortgage industry as well. We had some mutual friends that we had um, been to some parties together and stuff. And we launched with this product named Underground that he would always bring to um, the parties. It's an herbal liqueur, much like Sambuca or Jägermeister. And he would bring them to the party and they were just big hits every time he'd bring bottles and he was kind of homebrewing. And then one day he came to my office and said, you know, I'd like to start this company do you, do you have any insight? And we had a meeting and just, you know, it sounded intriguing to me. I didn't know anything about liquor or anything else other than drinking it. And um, we wrote a business plan, gathered up some friends and said, who wants to pitch in? And within a year, we had a product on the shelf. I mean, that's the, that's the 30 second pitch. Wow. Obviously a little more complicated than that, but um, that, that was the gist of it, you know? Yeah, I was about to say, I was about to say, wait a minute, I'm moving to Utah and opening up a distillery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
yeah, I mean, you know, there were hurdles and then, you know, left turns and right turns and um, all that kind of stuff that comes along with startup. But, you know, it really was just a will to, to start this up. And we, we didn't have any master plan. In fact, honestly, I was so naive at the time. I thought I would be out of the business, rich in Jägermeister money um, within three to five years, you know, and here we are 12 years later, still, still at it. Still at it, but still alive and doing a lot oh, yeah. of amazing things for your for your surrounding community, including which we're which we'll get to in a minute. Yeah, it's we're 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 surviving. We're thriving. Actually, we just built a new four point two million dollar facility that is going to have a bar in it and a music outdoor music venue. And yeah, we're having a we're having a blast with it. Now, talk to me about what it's like owning a distillery in Utah, like in Mormon country itself, you know, and being yeah. the, the second distillery there. You know, Utah is kind of like, um, it's a unique place. You know, it's the lowest per capita drinking state in the country, but that's because 50%, 60% doesn't drink at all, but the rest make up for it in in spades, as they say, it's, um, yeah, we, it's, it's a culture that once you get below the surface, it's, um, it's a pretty wild place, as they say. Yeah. And uh, as all to be told via the eyes of Bravo TV and the ladies <laughs> of Salt right. Lake City. We have a, we have a thriving gay community here. You know, we have a thriving drag queen community here. Um, it's kind of like, if you're not a member of the church, you're a member of everything else. And and there's something really communal about that. There's this acceptance, you know, and I, I think most people that come here, if they get the right exposure to the right groups of people are just shocked at how one normal it can be and how um, actually abnormal it can be as well. There's a large swinger community here. There's it's the subcultures here. Don't mess around. Wait, you know? do, do I need do I need a trip and a tour of the distillery <laughs> post COVID? That is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think most people are a little like, oh wow, had no idea. Yeah, you know, um, Steve, you and I obviously don't know each other, and this is just for the listeners out there. But I used to be a big musical theater queen, right? I okay. used to go on national tours and, uh, you know, bus and truck all th- all throughout the, the great country that is America. And Utah, funny enough, out of all the 50 states I have been to, is not one of them. Really? Yeah, uh, so random because all my friends have played Utah at some point or another. It's just not me. Um, come visit. We'll, we'll take you on a tour. Uh, you I may never leave. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's uh, that was like a little bit um Scientology scary. You may never leave. Like all of a sudden I'm working right. I'm working one of the secret camps. You know? Yeah, it's the Hotel California. You can never check out. <laughs> or you can check out, but you can never leave. So. Amazing. So I hear you have a pension for drag. You you mentioned the drag culture, and I hear you have a pension for the drag brunches. You know, here's <laughs> A situation like this, in being interviewed like you, always causes me to kind of try to think a little deeper about how I've landed where I have, right? Um, and I, I'm interested in things that are unique and entertaining, and what people are doing to push the limits, especially of culture and especially in this state and that sort of thing. And so, what happened um, about five years ago? I actually it was St. Patrick's Day. I met a drag queen. So there's an alternative paper here called um, City Weekly. It's kind of our weekly alternative. 
and uh, for what was her name? We, what was her name? It's you... Harriet Winston. Shout out to you, Harriet Winston. Harriet Winston, who actually now works for us, but that's a whole different thing. So I was. Um, so for Pride, they always have the Miss City Weekly pageant, and it's a drag queen pageant. And um, Harriet had won Miss City Weekly that year. And it, we were after the parade for St. Patrick's Day, which the Miss City Weekly is the um, person on the float. We all went to lunch in a big group. And uh, I got to know Harriet. Kelly is his name. And he's like, hey, I put on a weekly drag show or monthly drag show would you be interested in sponsoring? And I said, you know, let me come do it. Let me check it out. I'd never seen a drag show. I shouldn't lie. I, I had seen one. I had never seen his. And so when I went, um, it was just entertaining and fun and a great time. And I, I have a history of being a photographer, a newspaper photographer from way back when. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to come back and photograph one of these and get another dose of it. And um, it was equally as fun. And so I agreed to sponsor his show. And then it has just blossomed from there that I've actually um, started documenting drag in Salt Lake City for the last four years in photographs. I've got 30,000 photos I've taken over the last of, of different drag queen groups and made a lot of friends in the drag queen industry or uh, yeah, it's an industry, I guess. Um, it's a, it's a, it's yeah, a yeah. multi-million dollar industry these days. Yeah. Thanks to and drag so, race. Um, yeah. And, and I just, I find it amusing and fun and there's different dynamics and different versions of it. There's, you know, the, mm -hmm. the opulent show kind of show girl type show really produced and some of it's really raw. And, um, I just get a kick out of it. And, uh, and even more so now it's transitioned. I get a kick out of people's reaction to it from a photography standpoint. And, yeah. uh, so it's just become a, a little passion of mine to, to document it and, um, you know, listen to show tunes. What can I say? Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's amazing. And there's nothing like a great local drag queen. I don't necessarily know if I'd let her work in my distillery because these girls have a pension for the liquor. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. You know, what's funny is um, when Kelly first started working for us, no one knew he was a drag queen. So I actually paid him extra money one day to come to work in drag just to shock all the um, current employees. And they knew he was gay and everything, but they had no idea he was Harriet. And he comes walking in in a pink wig and a dress and looking, you know, like, you know, pearl necklace, looking like he walked out of the 50s and uh, as a 50s housewife uh, ready to work on the bottling line. And it was really uh, amusing, you know. I love and, that. Uh, and I, I love I, I love the support. Is that how Five Husbands Vodka came to be? Yeah. So Five Husbands Vodka, um, I have to give credit where credit is due. So when we first started Five Wives Vodka, which is one of our other brands, so you know, paying homage to the Mormon culture which we live in, the Five Wives branding, um, you know, it's kind of we launched that in 2012. How did that go over with the, with the community? Well, so what happened is we actually got banned in Idaho. Okay, we were trying to move our product into Idaho. And um, Idaho has a huge Mormon population. And the state said, no, 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 you're not going to come into our state because it's offensive. And so in the midst of fighting with Idaho in the media, um, Q Magazine in Salt Lake, it's queer, you know, Q Magazine, it's a monthly um, um gay community, uh, magazine newsletter type thing. 
they ran a uh, basically a cartoon where they had changed it to the five husbands and he captioned it in response to Idaho banning um, five wives. Ogden's own distillery has uh, redone their label to five husbands and Michael Aaron, who is the publisher of Q came up with that. And so in, it always stuck in the back of my head that someday for pride, I wanted to do a five husbands label and about well, it was two summers ago, um, I called the Pride Center and I said, you know what, we've grown to the point now where we can sponsor Pride. Before, we'd been this tiny little company and Pride, you know, is kind of a corporate event in, in ways from a sponsorship standpoint. And we just could never afford to be part of it. Um, and I said, you know what, I'm ready to step up and um, I want to be the Pride sponsor and I want to come out with five husbands in honor of Pride. And um, I've negotiated with the the local. We're we're a state controlled liquor here, mm-hmm. so I negotiated with the state of Utah about bringing that out already, and um, everybody agreed to it. And we became a sponsor of Pride, and released that that product to um, you know a very happy community that got a big kick out of it. And you know, that's that's the story. Yeah, I and I love that. I love just the journey of the vodka itself. But talk to me about the importance of marketing and branding for the LGBTQ community because, and I ask because uh, during Prides, not last Pride, but like Prides prior to COVID, I would get a ton of, um, you know, big brand companies reaching out to me being like, hey, will you post for us? We'll pay you to post. We'll pay you to post. There's a rainbow on this. Uh-huh. There's right. What what has been labeled pride baiting, for, yeah. you know? Oh, and fair, I, I think totally fair question. Yeah. And my response, my first response would always be, you know what? This this is amazing. I love that you want to support the community. But how are you supporting the community behind the scenes? Or are you just throwing rainbows on things? So I want to right. know, like, your views on what the importance of Five hus- Husbands Vodka for the community itself. Yeah, I, I, boy, it's a can of worms you open there because it's something we we have thought about a lot. And I will say this, my gut feeling is that the LGBTQ community in Salt Lake area was a big fan of Five Wives already, right? We're a local brand that is very supported. Um, and we've always been, um, we've always seen ourselves as allies. And so I think the honesty of our brand trumps any rainbows that get put on there, right? That it's not, obviously it's marketing, you know, that's, everything's marketing. Yeah, but uh, of course. I think this, I think the sincerity of our company, it, no, no one, I shouldn't say no one, even the people who have looked at us cynically, I think their friends probably tell them, no, don't be cynical. These guys have always been allies. They always sponsor the gay flag football league. They sponsor drag events. They sponsor this and that. And and they, and it's kind of easy in Utah because I go back to that whole thing that if you're not part of the LDS church, then you're automatically part of everything else, right? And there's this desire to um, create that counterculture here that's always outweighing the the church influence, right? Or not, well, it's vice versa. The church is always outweighing the counterculture, but we want to keep building the counterculture, whether it's gay, straight, um, you know, as long as it's it's healthy for the society. You know, I'm not of course. out 
okay. doing a lot of metalhead sponsoring or Nazis or anything like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's no, pick no, no, our no, countercultures. No, no, no. And we're not going down that road. But I, yeah, yeah. I really feel like it's important to hear. And thank you, because more often than not, right, we see all sorts of things direct as LGBTQ people, right? We are a very specific community and we see all these big brands doing all sorts of things, right? But we uh, never hear what's ha- about what's happening in the background, right? Or yeah. we never actually can see where where the money is going, you know? And is it just, and there's always that question with a lot of brands and products that it's just like, oh, is this just another thing to to rope the gaze in or are you really doing the work and it's beautiful to hear that you're supporting supporting local community events that are lgbtq related you know supporting your local center and doing the work to put your money where your mouth is you you know what i mean yeah but i tell you what happened with me was i if you recall when the um Prop 8 stuff was going on in California. Yeah, of course. The LDS church was funneling a lot of money into that fight, okay, for Prop 8. And and that really rubbed me wrong, right? And I happened to be in L.A. one time in Hollywood when a big march took place um, against that. And it just struck me like as part of living in Utah, we have to stand up against that and, you know, it, it's not – we're not overtly out there fighting that fight, but we can be supportive and we can be um, looking for ways to strengthen the community and look for ways to um, to just – do what's right. Exactly. Listen, I am right. I am not a man of a lot of means. Like I like you may have heard, I live in 120 square feet, right? In a, a little bit of rent controlled Times Square here. And you know, during the holidays that just passed, I do something, I, I participate in a charitable event where I feel that I know where my money is going, right? The the little money I have. Um is I can tangibly see where it's going. And you on this larger scale, because obviously you own a company that brings in a certain amount of revenue and that whole deal can do more than that, but you can tangibly see where you're putting that your funds to and how you're supporting the the surrounding community to help it grow. Yeah. Or just be accepted. You know what I mean? It's, um, I don't know. It, to me, it's this isn't that hard. It's like, well, I mean, just be nice to people. Come you on. think this? <laughs> I'm glad you think this, and uh, I definitely think this. But if, yeah. if if you turn on any sort of channel today to the news, it's it, it seems know. it seems to be a, a harder concept than uh, than than we realize. Well, apparently, I, I get it. I get it, and you know, and I I know I'm oversimplifying, but it's. Yeah. Um, from a hum- from my personal human standpoint, you know, I saw a sign yesterday. It said, "Be kind for no reason." There you go. You don't yep. need much more than that, you no. know. And and if let people live their lives, and if you don't like it, well, you know, that's tough. There's lots of people who do things I don't like, and yeah, well, they know, they also I, don't live in your house. <laughs> right right <laughs> they also don't live in your house and you actually have a choice not to surround yourself with people that you don't like or doing things that you don't like that they're doing 
right? You know what? And I tell people, I tell people this all the time. If you um, haven't been to a drag show, right, for whatever reason, uh, go, go and decide from the experience, not from the gayness of it. Because I think I've never taken somebody to a drag show that didn't have a blast and come back and go like, oh my God, I had no idea. I've never laughed so hard, da, 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 da. You know, and, and it's that kind of culture. I think those experiences, right? We fear what we don't know. And once you're exposed, no pun intended, to certain things. <laughs> fear, I love that you're you still fear. being very careful with me <laughs> 30 minutes into this. <laughs> you fear, you just fear it less, right? I mean, I had, I had. Well, preach your heal thine self. Yeah, fear me less. Yeah. Fear me less. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm just trying to be a good person, you know, and I try and to I, be I, I love that. to and my friends and yeah. And you've already been a good person to me on this 40th year of my life by sending me some very, very delicious vodka and some very <laughs> delicious vin, uh, gin, might I add. Oh. Yes. Right. I mean, dare so, I dare I say this is a sponsored podcast? <laughs> I think well, by law, I, I think by law, I may have to actually say this is a sponsored podcast because you sent me goods, and then I thought it would be a really great idea to hear um, your story and how it came to be and what you were all about. But I want to yeah. take a quick break because we we can we can chat about this for hours and hours and hours on end, and we don't have that can much. I- Time. Can Go I ahead. throw one thing out really quickly? Quick branding. Yeah. <laughs> that I sent we you know we sent you the gin because it's Madame Paterini. Yes. Right? Who was Brigham Young's son, his 35th son, who is on the label in drag. Oh. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. So Listen, that's a whole different story. Why? Why am I given this day in gay history? I should have just <laughs> let you do it. <laughs> yeah. And with so, that, uh, we're going to come back to that. But with okay, that, I okay. think now is a great time to take you, Steve, to my favorite part and the audience's favorite part of this podcast. A little something we like to call food news update. Food news, food news. Oh, honey, you ain't ready, girl. You can now get a bundle of vegan wine, cheese, and meats to celebrate Veganuary. Are you... Your face, Steve. I, I had uh, my face was actually the same because I was like, "What yeah. the what the fuck?" Vegan, I'm, I'm gonna vegan say, wine. Veganuary, though. Are, are, oh, do you know uh, this? You know how people do dry no. January. Maybe yeah. not. It's bad for your business. I, it is. I hate dry January. <laughs> right. Right. I'm I'm celebrating because. If times were normal, I I can never celebrate dry January just because my birthday's on the 5th. But um, I am a little partaking now that my birthday week is over. But um, apparently people celebrate Veganuary or vegan Veganuary? I, I don't even know how to say it. Where people go vegan for the month? Yeah. Well, you already know my opinion on cheese. oh my goodness yeah well there's um there's a company out there that is literally uh selling a bundle retailing for 150 dollars of vegan wines right it comes with three bottles of vegan wine three vegan cheeses and three vegan meats okay yeah Yeah. none of I have not found a wine yet made from animals. So let me let me know how that works. Out. Yeah, isn't there? But um, 
I thought that some wines, and I am not a wine expert by, by I only play one on the radio <laughs> or in my, <laughs> or in my kitchen. Right, um, right. Uh, doesn't wine, isn't like when you add like that, those fermentation things, isn't there like sometimes you know isn't there gelatin or something? There could be. And you know what? I don't want any emails. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not Steve a wine is like, maker. <laughs> don't add us. We don't care. We don't know yeah, what we're talking yeah. about. <laughs> I don't I don't want to engage with the vegan community because I don't know how wine is made. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Listen, I mean, if if you want to be vegan, we celebrate you. Um have have you delved into like a vegan cheese cheese and meat area? Have you had any of the I have not. I'm I'm you know what? I I don't I bring on the MSG, the gluten, the the meat. I I don't. Yeah. I'm a food person. I don't yeah. I can't I don't have time to like I don't know. I'm, I'm, again, I'm being careful. You're, you're, I mean, you probably have stepped into it already. No, no way. I listen. I, the the amount of times I put my foot in my mouth in, in this on this podcast, you're doing just fine for sure. And I mean, listen. Shout out to you, Justin Harder, the vegan roadie. But um, yeah, I I have found some vegan cheeses that I like. Uh, some of the impossible meats, like they work. You know, I'm a foodie too, and so I never say no to anything coming at me. Right. Sure. <laughs> Whether no, it be love food, or food. <laughs> food science is getting incredible. And, um, you know, I, I'm not going to say that I wouldn't eat those things. I'm just saying I don't actively seek them well, and I, nor do I need them mailed to me. Oh, OK. <laughs> OK, well, you know what? I don't think Steve is here for Veganuary, but if you no, want to no. say if you want <laughs> if you want to send me a hundred fifty dollar bundle of vegan wine, cheese and meats, I am here for it. And I support you in that decision. Bachelorette star Mike Johnson has a new food show. Are you first and foremost, we started with one reality show. Are you a bachelor or bachelorette? fan i am not i know nothing i i will say this and it it's it's so horrible the only reason i watch the bachelor is to see 30 hot crazy women well i mean i yeah. mean that's it i never watch the bachelor at because i just have other interests <laughs> I, well obvious uh, yeah. you know hello yeah. but i i mean that's totally a-okay in my in my book yeah. because uh the countless shows i just watch for for the skin of it all you know? right and i haven't watched it in years and so but i did watch the first few years yeah so um bachelorette star mike johnson is apparently uh set to have a digital short series for fox called that looks good Right. And basically it's um, it's him celebrating national food holidays, like weird national food holidays. Okay. And so I did tweet the other day when I found this out. Right. Because I have now been celebrating random national food holidays for 71 weeks. Right. right. But I am I haven't been on The Bachelor. <laughs> so apparently <laughs> I I am not worthy of a show. But at least can I can I be a guest? I would think you'd make the perfect guest. Oh, I, th uh, uh, I feel like you have to say that. <laughs> well, I'm just saying you've already done the research, right? I mean, we like have... You could probably yeah. come in and educate him to the uh, 72nd degree, you know? Yes, and he is a beautiful man that probably yeah. doesn't need any, like, me educating him. Maybe on these food holidays, yes, but, like, 
you know, the closer to him, I, I wouldn't mind being nuzzling up to him is what I'm trying to say as I trip over is, my words. <laughs> is he single? Is he, uh, did he come out of the bachelorette with a wife? I mean, most of that stuff fails anyways, right? Yeah, no, he didn't. He was eliminated oh. Uh, oh. by uh, Brenda or whatever her name ah, was. Ah. <laughs> so he year. wasn't the actual bachelor. He was one of the, the vies, huh? Yes, and then he okay. and then he reappeared on Bachelor in Paradise, apparently. Ah, yes, you know, Hooker Island. Yes, Hooker Island. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna watch for the eye candy of it all, much like you exactly, watch <laughs> exactly, <laughs> much like you watch these shows for the eye candy of it all. So I think we could say we are here for this. It, it's a we- it's a weird voyeurism thing, you know. I mean, and and listen, in your mouth, listeners, we know you're doing you're doing it out there too. Don't don't even right. pretend like you're not. So I don't want to hear it. <laughs> no. That's the and, only reason anybody watches those shows. There's hello? no redeeming quality. <laughs> hello for 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 the the garden of earthly delights. <laughs> you know what I mean. And last but not least, Ben and Jerry's launches a new frozen dessert for dogs. I'm a fan of that. Um, I used to. He just recent, well, passed away a few years ago. I had him for oh. like 14 years, oh, and I'm sorry. Uh, he loved frozen food and or ice and stuff. Yeah, I think that's a great thing. Yeah, I, I you know what Ben Ben and Jerry's is another company that does the most in like you know supporting their community, supporting yeah. like you know good good things and donating to awesome charities and things like that. So this is just par for the course with them. The new ice cream line kicks off with two flavors, Ponch's Mix and Rosie's Batch, named after the employees' dogs. Ponch is a French bulldog and Rosie is a rescue dog of Mitch of uh, mixed heritage. Ben and Jerry's Vermont headquarters is a dog-friendly workplace where there are often up to 40 dogs in the office at any given time. This is wow. Yeah, isn't that um, we have insane? two dogs that wrote come to work? Yeah, imagine my, my assistant brings her dog, and Harriet, the drag mm-hmm. queen, brings his little rat dog. Uh, <laughs> oh, was that shade? Ooh. Just a, it's a perfectly fine dog, it's just small, <laughs> small, and apparently resembles yeah. a rat. Well, okay. all small dogs do. <laughs> well, to make like, up uh, to make up for it, maybe you need to buy some of this ice cream because yeah. Ponch's mixed flavor is a blend of peanut butter and pretzel swirls, creamy pumpkin, and mini cookies make up Rosie's batch, and you can buy them individually or in multi packs. Isn't that awesome? That is awesome. I think I think we are we are here for this, and thank you to the Detroit Free Press and Delish.com for that food news today. And with that, I think that's a perfect way to end food news update. How was that for you? Was that life changing? Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> was that life changing? Yeah. No, um, yeah. I I tell you what, I'm far more about the dog treats than the vegan stuff. Dog. <laughs> 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 I'm going to get hate mail, I'm sure. No way. Listen, there is a vegan ice cream out there made by Van Leeuwen. I I hope Uh I say that right. That is the most delicious thing I have ever had. I gave some to my mother um, over the holidays. And she is, um, you know, she is tried and true. She likes what she likes. 
do not do not mention the word vegan. You know, my Puerto Rican mother is like set in her ways and beautifully so. But I snuck this vegan chocolate ice cream and she goes, she could not get enough. She asked me for more. And that's awesome. After the fact, I was like, that was vegan. You know, she goes, that was really, really good. You yeah, know? I, you know, and I'm jokingly out. I, I mean, if something tastes good, I'm fine. I don't care if it's vegan or not, right? Yeah, I mean, but, that's but, that's uh, usually what I say to my Friday night dates too. <laughs> <laughs> Can we go back to these housewives of Salt Lake City for a minute? What happened? Ooh. Um, you know what? I without, <laughs> I don't need to. In the uh, nicest way possible. I'm just going to say we ran some advertising over Christmas and um, we left one of them off of our advertising because we were doing five wives advertising. And so we used five of the six names in their ad, right? So, Uh and so the one that was not included called me to let me know she was hurt. Oh, oh, well, you know what? Yeah. That's, that's par yeah. for the, that's par for the course yes. with the housewife franchise. Yes. <laughs> you know, if they're not, if they're not a, a straight shooter or you're not restarting your friendship, right? Are yeah. you real? Are you really part of the housewives franchise? Well, and the, the funny part for me was that I've never watched any housewife show, any, right? And so I, I had no reference. I was just like, Hey, Sorry, wasn't intentional. wasn't There was no harm. You know, we weren't throwing any shade. Yeah, you know, and it, but yeah, but you kind of were. And I'm not. Well, no, at, no, not at all. Not off, at all. Off the record. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I, I'm playing. All. I'm playing with you. <laughs> no, and so I was like, I was defending myself from a vacuum. You know what I mean? Oh I yeah. Like, uh, sorry. You know, uh, what else to say? The last thing you want too is the housewife like fans because. They're vicious. Yeah. They can be vicious, yeah. the fans. Yeah, luckily you know? it didn't go that far. But um, yeah, I felt, you know, like I just wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't know what I was talking about, you know, as far as like, yeah. But listen, you have a show. I don't know anything about it. I'm sorry you got offended, you know? Oops. Yes. Oops. Do you hear that in your yeah. mouth, listeners? We, we have the inside scoop here yeah. <laughs> on the podcast. Was a, I, was a, I, I, I love, I love, I love, and maybe off the record later, you'll tell me which one, right? <laughs> maybe. I, I, I love everything about this. What is next? What is next for you? What's next on the docket? What's, what can we look forward to? Well, you know, on the five husbands thing, um, we, uh, the quick thing about that label is that literally is all our employees, so it's myself, my sales rep, um, it's our distiller, it was our uh, a former sales rep, and then a good a promotions person for us, right? So we put ourselves on there that year to go ahead and, and just get, get the product out there. And we did get a lot of pushback because it wasn't diverse enough and that sort of thing. Um, but once I explained it, it was, it was literally our staff stepping up and saying, we're supportive of this community. Um, you know, that went away. And then this last year we were intending to put diverse members of the community on the label. And, uh, because of COVID we, we, there was no pride festival. And so we had kind of pulled back and we just put masks on the, um, you know, the existing five husbands. And this year we're, you know, we're going to move forward with that more diverse label 
and that sort of thing, um, using prominent gay members of the community here in Salt Lake City. I love um, that. And so that, and then I hope to grow that into a regional thing or a national thing where every year it's changing. You know, I've got the idea of maybe even next year doing all drag queens on the five husbands, you know, bottle. And so every year it's a, it becomes more of a commemorative type thing. Yeah. Um, and like almost like a collector's item. Yeah. And so, and plus it allows us to have fun with it. Right. We get to do different things and different promoted in different ways. And, um, I yeah. love every, so, I love so, everything about that. What sets your vodka you. uh, apart from, let's say, uh, another brand that shall not be yeah. named? <laughs> well, you know what? We're, we're reasonably priced for one thing. We keep mm-hmm. our products around $20, um, for a seven fifty. uh, we're gluten-free because, you know, you gotta be care. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, we're made from a corn, um, base, uh, and, uh, so I think that high- falls under the vegan category. I think so. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Ogden's own cares. <laughs> uh, you better believe and, it. Uh, yeah. And uh, you know what? Our, our water, the, you know, the process of making vodka is you get alcohol that you then blend down to 40% and our water comes down to, uh, comes out of the uh, spring up in the Wasatch mountains here, just outside of Salt Lake. And uh, it's, it's just, it's a good tasting vodka at $20. Um, and you know it's it's won some awards here and there. It, it's just it's a solid product. You know I'm I'm not gonna tell you it's you know you're it's not it's just it is what it is. You know we're not yeah. we're not trying to be uh, you know a hundred dollar product or we're not trying to gouge people. We're just you know we're we're making a solid product at a reasonable price, and we're supporting our community, and you know that's that's what we do. Um, I love everything, everything about it. We're starting to make canned cocktails, though. So we've just started cut. We've come out with a Moscow Mule with five wives. Um, we'll have a vodka soda coming out uh, here in the next couple of weeks, and then we've got about five more in the in the uh, hopper, as it were. And um, so we've that. got a lot of stuff going on. Maybe maybe there needs. I'm going to just put this out there in the universe, but maybe there needs to be like an in your mouth uh collab here <laughs> right but uh, put, yeah. put all five husbands in your mouth you know or <laughs> <laughs> you know there are times i wished i lived in new york where you could be more edgy than i mean it's kind of a weird thing because we are always in this community here that's a little more um you know we always think about our our area first right of course and yeah because you're supporting the community and you're thriving to there. us yeah, to us, five wives and five husbands isn't that isn't that bad, you know. But to a lot of the people who have never thought down the um, lanes we go down, and I think it's important to mention that you guys don't know that the five husbands are all like in cutoffs, holding a rooster in front of their um, genitalia. So they're holding their cocks, right? Yes. Oh, thank you. Yes. I, I was waiting. Uh, if you weren't going to yes. say it, I was going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, yeah. I don't know Put how, that in uh, your mouth. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so when we first went to the state of Utah to put that out on their liquor store shelves, they were like, oh my God, really? You know, but they also know that we stand up for our first amendment rights and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, it's, it's, they weren't going to push back too hard. And then, yeah, they've become very supportive partners at this point. But, you know, we always have to be mindful of that here. And so, you know, that's, uh, yeah, of course. our challenges. 
Yeah, I, I love it, but I'm still going to put out uh, the in your mouth uh, slash five I, husbands. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there in the universe. I noticed before we closed out that during this pandemic, um, you really spearheaded the brand, your brands like hand sanitizer uh, production. You're doing a, a ton of charitable donations, you know, supporting mm-hmm. all sorts of people from the food and beverage community to the Navajo mm-hmm. Nation. What was yep. what is that like? How how is how has this time been for you and you know doing that work? Yeah. Um again it comes back to that principle of just doing the right thing, right? And so in the food and beverage industry, these are people we work with every day, right? And and in Utah, bars and restaurants closed for six weeks. They were closed. People were without jobs. So we worked with the um, Salt Lake Downtown Alliance and the Ogden, Utah Downtown Alliance and donated funds to them to set up a um, charity fund for people who just needed some cash. And they, I, we let them administrate it. We had nothing to do with it. We just donated money to it for them to administer this, these funds to people in the food and beverage industry that were being hurt. And it just, again, just the right thing to do. Navajo Nation, you know, what happened there is I I get the New York Times every day. And I read about um, one of the girls, women who passed away in the Navajo Nation. And I started following the COVID epidemic down there. And it just struck me as, listen, um, those are our neighbors. You know, we literally lived, it took me six hours to load up my, my truck with a trailer and take down 500 gallons of hand sanitizer and drop it off. And that was just the right thing to do. It was, I, I often ask myself, why aren't you doing something right? Instead of this, you know, kind of convince myself that I should do something. It's like, why aren't you? And if you don't have a valid excuse, then get on it. And then that turned into um, a, an arrangement with a organization called from strangers with love who were working with aircraft pilots to fly hand sanitizer and other goods down to the Navajo nation. So we ended up doing a fundraiser through our um, fans, through our customers where we ended up donating another $1,200 or 1200 gallons worth of hand sanitizer to the Navajo nation. And, um, Again, I come back just the right thing to do. It's it's easy when you just decide you're going to do the right thing. I love that. I love, so I love everything yeah. about that. And uh, yeah, we need to we need to protect especially those people, right? Um, the Native American people, um, because it's they're the forgotten people at this point. Yeah. And, oh, you and know, so I mean, and so. You yeah. realize that the Navajo Nation? I think there's seventy um, percent of the homes there don't have running water. Yeah, there's I mean, there was a whole there was a whole thing like mid, at least here in New York, mid lockdown, where that was the news cycle for a hot minute, you know. Yeah, and so, so yeah, I, and it was it was crazy, you know. I mean, I literally load loaded my truck and stuff, drove down there, and it was un, they were under curfews, and basically when we dropped off stuff, they were like, get out of town by five, right? You've got to be gone, you know. It was, and so we were back to Moab, Utah, to spend the night and then made it home. And, um, but you know, in less than didn't take any time, you know, it was, yeah. it was, you it know, was fun, beautiful country, get out and do it. And, and I'm, and I'm a true believer that the karma comes back to you for sure. For sure. Let the people know where they can find you, where they can buy the products, where they can find five husbands and so on. Yeah. So, um, 
the alcohol industry is heavily regulated, so it's hard to actually break into other states. Um, but we do have an online retailer in California called GACraftSpirits.com. Great American Craft Spirits is the company, GACraftSpirits.com. And you can order from them online. Um, another source for online shipping is High Time Wine, H-I-TimeWine.net in California. And they can ship to um, many states. I'm not sure if they can ship to New York. Um, we let them – laws are always changing with interstate shipping on alcohol, so I'm not the expert there. But uh, they carry all of our brands. We make uh, flavored whiskeys. We make a rye whiskey. Um, it's called the Porter's our Porter's Whiskey line. Um, Madame Paterini Gin, Five Wives, Five Husbands. Uh, yeah. yeah, the the the, the, so, the whiskey has may be next on my list of things to try from you, for sure. And you can also follow them at Five Husbands Vodka on Instagram. I think that would be a great yep. jump point if you're just kind of want to dip your toes in to see what they're all about and to learn more about the brand. And then you can, you know, find other sites through that Instagram as well, because that's kind of how we found each other to begin with and how the love affair began. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're glad that you like our brand and you are glad that we could, you know, participate in, in, you know, what I feel are important discussions yeah, I know your blogs or your uh, your podcast here is lighthearted and fun, but it's good to work some um, really meaningful topics in and, and allow us to tell our story. So we really appreciate it. Well, this is what um, In Your Mouth has become, really. It's, it's lighthearted and it's fun and we have a really good time. But I always want to leave the listener, you know, like with something on the mind, right? Like leave with yeah. a little bit of education through the laughter, you know, and through food, we've learned all sorts of stories, like great coming out stories, not so great coming out stories about people like you and your brand and what you're doing for the community, right? And and it's been an awesome journey just to meet all these people, and including you, including you. So I awesome. want to, th- so I really want to thank Feelings you. Feelings mutual. Oh, thanks, thanks. Was that a proposal? <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> will I will I finally have my first husband? <laughs> Don't worry, it could be an uh, you know I- uh, it's you live in swingers country and it could be a long distance relationship. It'll be an arrangement. That's it's fine. I always tell people who you know ask us jokes about five wives or five husbands is be careful what you ask for. Uh, (laughs) and with that i'm just gonna say thank you to steve and thank you so much for giving me of your time today this has been really really awesome listen folks it's january i know we're still stuck inside most of us um so you know it's time it's time to get up and get moving right get moving in your house try some new things you know um start that thing you've always wanted to start try that Try that vodka you've always wanted to try. And just, you know, now's the time for self-motivation and and new inspiration is what I'm going to say. And that's it for today. What a joy it was to have you on the podcast again, Steve. And with that, I'm just going to say thank you for listening to In Yo Man.